Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is my biohacker review of Nifir Racetan by Intellimeds. And this is one of these newer types of racetams. I'll show it to you right here. And Nifiracetam, I think probably its distinctive feature as a racetam is that it is GABAergic. So it's going to be promoting the GABA neurotransmitter, which if you don't know your neurotransmitters, that's the one that we associate with kind of like a tranquil state of mind. GABA, we kind of associate it with like having a good time. Alcohol is gabergic, uh, benzos are gabergic, phenobut is gabergic. So in general, things that uh, modulate and uh, promote the GABA neurotransmitter, they're kind of like an enabler of a good time, which I'm an ethical hedonist. I'm all about that. But this stuff, I am I'm not real impressed with this stuff. In fact, I don't really think that anybody should be taking nifiracetam. So I'll go through my article and just uh, pick out a couple of things. Nifiracetam, it is a millennial uh, smart drug, racetam. Not that, not that it's like swiping on its cell phone all the time and doesn't have a job and lives in its mom's basement. It's a millennial smart drug because it's about 20 years old. It's, it's, rel it's relatively young. And I'm actually, I'm actually a little bit more conservative as a biohacker. Some people might think that I'm like a real rebel, but I'm actually kind of conservative as a biohacker. I say like, go with things that are older and more proven and that have been through good human double-blind placebo-controlled studies where there was an effect demonstrated to, uh, to young, otherwise uh, healthy people. So I did a meta-analysis podcast of this where I went really in-depth into what the studies were saying. So if you're really interested in the science, I'll encourage you to just listen to that and I'll discuss kind of my own um, anecdotal experiences with it. So my first day using it, I did two capsules. I uh, did it in the early afternoon and then I noticed by the early evening, I was feeling pretty unfocused, which is a little bit weird for me. Usually in the evenings, my evenings are, are a more productive, productive time for me. Then the next day I did about 600 milligrams on an empty stomach, nothing interesting to report. Day three, I did another uh, 600 milligram capsule in the early afternoon on a full stomach and uh, along with some bacopa tea and there was nothing interesting to report. And then on day four, I did a capsule on a weekend evening before spending about two hours on a Skype call, catching up with family. And I noticed myself being able to relax a little bit, enjoy the conversation with my family, as opposed to worrying about 
work and then on day five i did a single capsule in the early afternoon on a full stomach with some bacopa tea and some coloracetam and i found it quite demotivational that combination of bacopa and uh, the nifuracetam it was not a good combination it was it was just too much of a downer and I only got done a fraction of the things that I like to get done I think that was maybe one of those Mondays where I got my newsletter out really late sorry about that and so in the future I'll definitely not do uh, nifuracetam on a day that I have anything important going on and then the final day of my uh, biohacker experimentation with nifuracetam I was like hey it's a gobergic, so why don't I stack it with another gobergic? Why don't I stack it with my favorite gobergic, which is, of course, Fenibute. And uh, Fenibute, as you guys are aware, it's my go-to recreational molecule. And I thought that perhaps there'd be like that cognition-enhancing effect of the racetam with the tranquility of the gobergic, and in combination with kind of that like fun uh, Jonathan that comes out on Fenibute, and I thought it'd be it might be pretty cool. Nope, nothing to report. I uh, what did I end up doing? I did a 600 of Nifurosetam, and then I did about 300 of Fenibute. I don't need very much Fenibute. A lot more people do more than that. And then I met a friend at a salsa club, and then uh, after that we went to like a big crazy nightclub and I did have a fun night you know I was able to get out of my head be the social unfiltered Jonathan that's being silly and making friends and uh, my approach anxiety was almost non-existent but that's pretty normal for me actually especially if I do Fenibute I'm going to have, I'm going to have very little that's like blocking me from, you know, being the social butterfly that I can be. So, uh, in conclusion, Fenibute plus Nefirocetam was, was, was maybe overdoing it a little bit. Experientially, it didn't make it like really cool. I didn't see any like uh, dancing uh, pink polar bears or anything like that. So it, it wasn't like a cool effect. And I did notice that the next morning, I did have that feeling like a little bit of a uh, GABA hangover. Felt like a little bit like I had overdone it. And I noticed I was somewhat unfocused that day. Um, although it wasn't nearly as bad as if I had been doing, uh, as if I'd gotten crazy and drank a half a bottle of Grey Goose or something like that, as I used to. But it definitely was not an effect that uh, was worth duplicating. And I did some, uh, you know, I did my research on Nefirocetam, and the dose, the recommended dosage range is actually quite a bit lower than 600 milligrams. So, uh, so this particular product that I just threw, I, I think this is a bad... Dosage. I think if you actually wanted to use nefiracetam in a, a responsible way as a biohacker, what you would actually want to do is like cut these capsules in half. I think nefiracetam is is too high. Doing uh, my research, looking at the anecdotal reports 
on nifiracetam, and this is one of those smart drugs where the human research is so limited that you uh, you really have to go with the anecdotal stuff with what people are saying on longevity and the very Reddit and various biohacker forums, and what people are saying is yeah that the that when your dosage gets higher on it, there's a there's a variety of undesirable side effects. Some that like really don't sound very fun at all. Like people were talking about uh, uh, urinary tract issues, and they were talking about a uh, persistent dribble being a result of taking nefiracetam, which I didn't experience, but it sounds like not fun at all. And then there was a dog study. Apparently they're, they're giving racetams to dogs. I've never thought about that. Maybe if I, if I had a dog. Who knows, it slip a little bit in its kibble and bits. But there was a dog study where they gave some nefiracetam to dogs and it had an estrogenic effect in the male dogs, in uh, male beagles, I believe, which is definitely not what you want. Um, although there, there wasn't, there's not enough human research, so there's no one to say whether it's going to mess up your estrogen-testosterone balance in... Uh, men, but I say, why, why spend the money? Why, what, when there's better smart drugs out there, uh, you know, if you want to be in a more tranquil state of mind, there's Phenibut. If you want to overcome social anxiety, there is Paracetam. If you're looking for an antidepressant, you can try Coleracetam. If you're looking for something to improve your cognition so you're better at problem solving, then there's Phenylparacetam and Prami and my own product, Kabaijo, if you're looking at something to improve your long-term memory, then there's Piracetam. Why, why spend your money on something that's uh, totally unpredictable, what it's going to do to you? Anyways, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and I have a bit of a webinar that I need to hop on here in just a minute, so I hope you'll check that out also, and if you found this video review frank and a little bit helpful, insightful, go ahead and hit the subscribe button now and I look forward to an ongoing conversation with you.